listening to Keeping It Positive, where we try to keep it positive. And here is your amazing host, Travis Timmons. You are listening to Keeping It Positive. This is Travis, and today I have a very, very special guest. I think I'm a little starstruck. Oh my God, you're so sweet. Just a little bit. (laughs) Um, We have Marissa Clark in the building. Yeah. How are you doing? I am great. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting to finally get to meet you and finally sit down with you and talk about a few things. Isn't it weird because you you chat with someone online and then meeting them in person, you're like, oh wow. We've been chatting for a couple weeks Yeah. um, and it all started off with the email that I sent you. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it it's weird. It's really weird because, mm-hmm. you know, you're so used to that. You don't know what to expect in a way. Yeah. Um, it, it, it'll definitely be easier to communicate after this because now you know the person. Exactly. You know? Ex- so what's been going on? Tell everybody. Well, first, tell everybody who you are, uh-huh. what you've done, how, you know, what? who are you? Why are you sitting here at this coffee yeah. shop? <laughs> the cutest coffee shop right. ever, I should say, in Apopka. Good job uh, on location scouting. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so my name's Marissa. I am um, formerly of Johnny's House on XL1067. That's kind of right. how I think you you got to know right. me and the reason that you reached out. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I've been in Orlando for 10 years now. I came to UCF to get my master or to get my bachelor's stayed to get my uh, master's degree at UCF in communications and while I was there I sort of just stumbled into radio and then they couldn't get rid of me so I stayed there for five years right (laughs) and now now I'm here I'm in this like sort of transition period but um yeah so so part of the radio world right so what was the goal before you went to college? So did you come down here saying, I'm going to get into radio or what no, was No, no. I, I, don't, I don't know anyone who's like, I want to do radio. Right. I think you sort of find it and then you fall in love. Right. Um, Johnny calls it like getting bit by the radio bug and, right. and it bit me hard. But no, I, I actually, I always wanted to do communications, um, but I was always more of like a TV kind of person. Ah, okay. So like, you know, you do like the TV productions when you're in school yeah, and like the yeah. anchor the morning news. Like I thought right. that was really cool. And then when I started doing internships when I was in college I realized that news is very much like gloom and doom and it's just like kind of depressing and so I was like man I I don't like this feeling of leaving work every day feeling drained of energy like I want to feel energized and I want to feel passionate about what what I'm doing and I found that radio regardless of what's going on in the world it was always our job to lift people up and I found that was much more rewarding and a better fit for me right Wow. Yeah. So you changed completely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how, how long in, in your degree did you realize that, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't until one of my last semesters, I was actually just about to graduate with my master's and, and I realized that I could do an internship instead of a class. And so I reached out to Ray. I'd been listening to Johnny's house since I was, I always joke with him literally in middle school. Like I would listen to Johnny, you know, talking Johnny in the morning on my way to middle school. Mm -hmm. And so I was always a fan of the show and I knew that they had, you know, internship opportunities. I reached out and just kind of went from there. Right. So what do you love about radio? There's got to be something that you love about your job, about, you know, this industry that keeps you wanting more. What yeah. is it? No, I, I mean, you wouldn't wake up at 3.15 every morning oh, yeah. if you didn't love your job. Right, <laughs> you know, right. we did mornings. And so right. it was always like, you know, when you hear that alarm, you're like, okay, remind yourself, like, why am I doing this? Why do I love it? And I think for me... Um, it was, I learned a lot about myself in radio because a lot of the topics were, 
um, that we that we discussed, you had to open up about. And right. so even though I'm more of like a private person, I would say that it really forced me out of my shell. And, right. and I had to learn a lot about me and my personality and you know, relationships with people. Mm. And so I, I loved that. And I, and it was always really rewarding when people responded back to you. Yeah, right. I'm going through the same thing. Right. Or yeah, I totally understand that. I've been there. Or, you know, yeah. here's some advice that I, you know, helped me through this situation. So even though you're in a room where you're talking sort of amongst coworkers, right. there's so many people listening. And so mm. you still feel connected to all of those people with social yeah. media now. Yeah. Um, and I love that. Cool. So let's dig a little bit deeper. Okay. Um, what happened? Why yeah. are you no longer on Johnny's house? Where are you now? What mm -hmm. are you doing? Are you just at home sleeping? What's going on? <laughs> I wish. Oh my goodness. I, know, I joke too. with my friends. I'm like, I'm the busiest unemployed person right. you've ever met. You are. <laughs> um, no. So, so yeah, what happened with Johnny's house? I, you know, I was pretty open right. um, that when I was talking about, you know, having to to open up and be more right. authentic. Um, one of the things that was going on was with my skin. So I went to a dermatologist. I was dealing with like adult acne, which is super embarrassing right. and, you know, something that like you definitely don't want to talk about. But right. I did and they put me on um, Accutane, which okay. if you're not familiar with the drug, it's like a very, very intense right. um, um, drug that helps with your skin. They call it like the permanent cure for acne, right? right? Which sounds amazing. You're like, okay, great. Yeah. I will never have a pimple again. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, but it's, you know, some people get minimal side effects. I had every side effect, wow. <laughs> like amplified times a million. And so, you know, so my health was, was really struggling at the time. Right. And, and simultaneously, um, I really felt like as much as I loved, um, Johnny's house and I loved Excel and I loved radio. Um, I had sort of like, maxed out my my learning there right. you know I really I really focused on learning everything I could about mm -hmm. you know the, the radio industry I learned so much but I think we all come to a point in our career where you're ready for that next step right and so it was just kind of like the perfect storm you know my health sort of forced me to stay down for a while right. um, but on top of that I, I I was ready to move on okay so um so, now I yes now, now I am um job searching right. <laughs> but simultaneously I've really kind of focused on this blogging aspect that right. I enjoy. I love writing. I love social media. I love marketing. And so while I've had this time down, um, that's something that I've been focusing on a lot. Right. So let's talk about your blog, blog a little bit. Yeah. So it's called, what's the name of it? Tell so me it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty boss. Nice. Right. And the way that I came up with that was I wanted to sort of merge my two interests. So like I said, I love marketing. Right. I love um, social media and like the the business part of all of that. Right. Um, but I also love fashion and I love girly yeah. things. Like I yeah. love makeup, I love clothes, and so it's sort of like the fusion of those two that you can that you can be both. You don't have to right. just choose like I love fashion, but that means I'm not smart and I don't <laughs> right. love business because blogging is very much a business, and that's right. what people don't realize. Right. So I just wanted to marry those two together. So what makes a woman a pretty boss? Um, I think that being, being authentic and, right. and owning every facet. Like I think that people have sort of lost the capacity for nuance, like yeah. that we can be, we have all these different, you know, uh, aspects to our personality and you can be both, like you can yeah. be both 
sexy and beautiful and, and glamorous, but you can also be intelligent right. and you can also be a strong, right. badass woman. Right. And some people, you know, nowadays in this industry, not only in radio, but all industries, they think that you have to be one of them. Yeah. You know? No, be all of them. Right. Be Why a, not? Be a badass, glamorous right. woman. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you have a favorite brand or designer? Let's talk about that. Um, you know, I've been really into boutiques. Okay. So I love like finding smaller brands, particularly right. like local, you know, the ones that aren't getting that much much attention. Right. I mean, I've got like the big ones that, that right. you know, um, people always go for, but I love like boutique shopping. Okay. I think that that's really fun and, and it's, it's a challenge almost. Right. Do you have a few, like, do you have a favorite one locally or? Yeah, I've been working a lot with, um, Versona over okay. in Winter Park. They've got one in, in Lakeland as well, but they've right. got a lot of great, um, like smaller brands that you can't necessarily get in department stores. Right. Um, and so, and it's all really affordable, but it's cute, you know, right. it's cute stuff. All right, so give the listeners, well, specifically ladies, mm -hmm. a beauty tip. A beauty tip. Oh, you post a lot of those. I do post too so many. Like, I know. Like, oh. oh man, you know I've been so so kind of back to like the skin thing. Right. I was, I'm. It's horrible. Anyone who's like my esthetician is gonna listen and just cringe. But like, <laughs> I would fall asleep in my makeup all the time really? because okay. I would because I'm so tired right. all the time. I would do like right. club gigs from like you know ten to midnight. Then I have to wake up at three. Right. Why am I gonna wash my face? and then do my makeup again for Might work. Well I'm just going to sleep. Right. Yeah. And she's like, ah. right. uh, yeah. So wash your face, wash okay. your face before you go to bed. Wash your face. <laughs> that, that's, I guess that's for men and women. Men and women. <laughs> Why like, not? Yeah. It's like, it's really gross when you think about it. You're like, yeah. but no, just do it. Okay. So we're going to get into a topic coming okay. up. We're going to be talking about fail failure. Why did I just say failure? Failure today. Uh -huh. You want to talk about failure Let's for a little bit? Let's do it, yeah. So failure is one of those things that no one wants to talk about. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, failure, when you fail, it's like time to give up. Like, yeah. I've failed so many times in certain things and I'm like, you know what, there's no sense in even trying again because I just messed up, you know, but there's a there's a way out of it. Yeah. And you, you've overcome a lot and, you know, we want to talk about that a little bit because I sent you an email, yeah, didn't I? Yeah, you did. So I sent her an email. <laughs> Oh, I love this I email. haven't told anybody this. Oh, gosh. So I sent an email out to Marissa a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and it was just clearly, you know, asking for any advice. It was advice on the radio industry, getting my foot in the door, and because, you know, she's grown to be so successful, and, you know, I wanted to learn from the best, per se. Thank you. So then she emailed back a couple of days later. A novel. You're like, wow. A novel. <laughs> Listen, You're like, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I had already put in my brain, I wasn't getting a response back. Like, that's what I did. Failure at the yeah. finest. It took me three days to write a book. Hey, it was good. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it was noteworthy. <laughs> so, in that email, she gave me tips. She gave me advice. And then, you know, she even attached, like, resume ways to build your resume, people to build your resume, all kind of stuff you, you included. So, thank you for that. Yeah. But the reason you sent that, you said that you were sitting at home at your kitchen table in your parents' house. Unemployed. With, unemployed. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just, it was this 
really ironic, like right. eye-opening moment for me because here you are being so, you know, gracious and, right. and generous saying, oh, I want to learn from the best, you know, and, and I want to learn from you. And, and for me, I felt like a failure at the time. Right. I was like, why would someone want to learn from me? Because I've moved back home. I'm right. unemployed on my parents' kitchen table right. trying to give someone advice, but I didn't feel like I was in a place to give advice. Right. Um, but I, I sort of realized that, you know, just because there was this one setback in my life, that right. doesn't mean that I'm a complete failure in right. general. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's, it, I did. I, and I still, I still struggle with that. I still struggle with feeling like I failed or I've let people down. Right. I've let myself down. Right. Um, but I, I, I think it's just something that you have to push through. It's, it's interesting because what I've learned through this like job searching process is that, <laughs> job searching is a lot like dating okay. in the sense that it's awful and oh, there's a lot of rejection. Right. There's so much rejection. And I think that if you work in like the radio industry or media in general, there's a little bit of an ego that kind of goes right. along with it. Like why would someone not want to hire me? Why would right. someone not want to date me? Like right. I'm, I'm a great catch, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but there's, I'm not for everyone and right. everyone's not for me. And you have to realize that. So, right. so I think it's just, just pushing through and taking that the more times that you get rejected, the more you realize maybe it's not a personal thing or what can I learn from this? Maybe right. it was personal and I need right. to adjust something. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a really interesting dynamic where you were seeking advice from me when I yeah. felt like I was at my lowest point. Right. right. So what's one thing that you think people make a mistake on when it comes to after they fail, like after you fail, for me, it's like I go eat a tub of ice cream and I sit yeah. on my couch for months. What do you think is something that people generally make a mistake when they do? Because, you know, failure, like we said, is something that you should push through, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of it is not taking it personally. Right. Um, is that, you know, it could vary. There, there's been situations, for instance, where I didn't get a job and I thought, well, it was some, you know, you start going through things in your head. What did I say during right. the interview? I'm replaying, right. playing that situation over and over in my head. When in reality, maybe it's just like in this one situation, they had already had a candidate. They right. had an internal person. Right. They were just for legality reasons, posting Post it online. Oh, so good. And so you're like, man, it's, it wasn't me. They right. already had something in mind, yeah. but you take it personally and you let it get because to you. You don't know exactly and so yeah. I you know and yeah I'm the same way I emotional right. eat and so right. you know you're sitting there like rocking back and right. forth like I've never I'm not gonna be good enough but it, right. but you don't know the situation right so you wrote a blog this is not on my notes at all mm -hmm. I've made notes but you wrote a blog a little while back on anxiety yeah and how you overcame anxiety yeah now this is my question for you how did you um, what is the tip well oh. I, I don't I think it's I think it's still a work in progress. I wouldn't right. say that I've completely overcame it, but right. there's a lot of there's a lot of tips that I learned. So so Johnny um, has this really great Johnnyisms <laughs> is what I call them. He right. always was like throwing out these tidbits right. of advice, and you're like, oh, there's another Johnnyism. But now right. I'm realizing that they all meant something. Right. And and he said he kept telling me he's like Marissa, if you don't take a moment to rest, your body is going to rest you. Right. And that's eventually what happened, like between the Accutane and, and the right. stress of my job is that my body was like, you can't do this another day, it's going to rest yeah. you. And so I think what you have to do, and as cheesy and millennial as it sounds, I think you have to do the self-care, man. Wow. Like you have to just 
you know, for me, I got into meditation. Um, really? Yeah, I love meditating now. So I, there's like all these apps, you <laughs> right. know, but you can also just go on YouTube and type right. in like, you know, 20 minute meditation. And so I started doing that. Um, and I think just taking that time to eliminate the factors that were causing me so much anxiety right. really, really helped. So with your schedule, where do you find time to meditate? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> it's always before I go to bed. Okay. That's it. And I'm, I'm trying to get a lot better about getting off of my phone before I go to right. bed. Cause I was like the person who was scrolling through mm. Twitter until oh, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> or emails, text yeah. messages, they all come through late at night. Exactly. Exactly. Oh insane yeah so you just gotta put it down right so 20 minutes a night meditation that's your mm -hmm. beauty routine that's your that's routine. my beauty yeah while you're washing your face put your meditation ah. on <laughs> does it make you go to sleep easier yeah it really does usually yeah. usually i'll i'll fall asleep while i'm while the the thing is going oh, and that's, and that's cool. it yeah that is really cool okay so let's get into some advice because the listeners want some advice from you this is questions that they've sent in okay so share with the listeners the advice you gave me about getting your foot in the radio industry yes um, it was such a great question um, I think the biggest takeaway for me was perseverance right. um, you know kind of a, a quick story about how I got into radio so I was doing my internship and I um, would you know as soon as my internship ended I knew that once your foot was not in the door anymore, right. once you weren't in the building, it was like out of sight, out of mind. Ah. Um, and so <laughs> there's this like, I have these flashbacks of, I, I wanted to continue coming in. And I right. knew that once I handed over my key fob, like my badge to get yeah, in the building, like happen. game over. Right. right. So I talked to Johnny and I was like, listen, I, you don't have to pay me. Like I'm going to keep coming in for free, but <laughs> I'm not leaving. Like right. I'm coming in every day right. until somebody hires me. And I knew at the time they were going through this like management change. Right. And so that's what I did. I came in every single day for free, no credit, no pay. Right. Um, and I was like, literally like <laughs> they would have to like check the halls to make sure no one from HR was like in the hallway. Cause oh I wasn't gosh. supposed to be right. there. Like right. they're like emailing me, come, come drop your badge off or it's going to be $10 oh for, you know, gosh. whatever the fee, you know? Right. And so like, I would just have to like run out to my car and avoid HR, but that's it, man. I knew that it was out of site out of mine and right. sure enough eventually they were like okay fine we'll hire you like we'll give you a job you know right. and that's that's how I did it I started at you know what 10 10 hours a week or something right. and then finally worked my way up to starting to get endorsements and gigs and and make the money but you just have to figure out a way to get in the building and even if that means taking a lower position job than what right. you want um, you know, for me, it was, okay, I'm going to sit in on every me meeting that I can. Right. It was, even though my, you know, role is technically in programming, I'm going to sit in sales meetings. I'm going to sit in mm. promotions meetings. I'm going to sit in whatever I can. Right. Um, because I want to, I want to learn. I'm in this because mm. I want to soak up as much information as I can. Um, and so, yeah, you just got to figure out a way to get a key, right. get a key to the building and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let them kick you out. Don't, never, never. And you know, sometimes that's the hardest part yeah. because, um, a lot of these radio companies, you know, they they don't even allow interns anymore. No. Johnny's house. Um, iHeart doesn't. iHeart doesn't mm -hmm. at all. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a few places you could volunteer, but, you know, I mean, take it. Take what you can get, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just, you know, like I said, a couple hours a week, if it's a, a gig and for, for radio... I would say it would be like a promotions assistant right. or a board op type right. position. Um, That's what I do right now. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Why not? You're yeah. fixing the door. 
That's right. Yeah. You've got a key to the building and then asking people, hey, can I shadow you? Or hey, can I come in and learn this? And at some point, someone is either going to be sick, call out right. of work, and you just have to be ready. You have to to be ready to say, yeah, I can do that and jump in. And they realize at some point you're becoming so invaluable right. that they don't want to get rid of you. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Another question. What mm -hmm. advice would you give our listeners who are trying to find themselves, not only in their career, but in life? Um, <laughs> again, I don't feel qual quite qualified oh, to give this kind of advice. On, I would love, I would love to have advice from someone well, else. How are you finding? Yeah. How, how, how am I doing it? Um, I would say I'm really trying to be patient with myself. I'm right. really, really trying to, because I think with social media nowadays, you are constantly flooded every time that you log on. Someone else that you graduated with right. is getting married. They have this amazing new job right. or getting pregnant on their second child. They bought a house and you're yeah. just like, oh my God, I'm so far behind in right. life right. Um, compared to where these other people are. But I think what I'm trying to tell myself is that like we're all on a different timeline. Right. And just because, you know, I know there are people who used to look at me and think, oh my God, she's got this amazing job. She's got right. it all together. And, and while that might've been true at the time, like, you, you were, you and I were talking before the podcast started that like all of that can be gone one day, right. you know, that marriage can fail or, you know, mm -hmm. you lose that house or whatever it is. And so nobody's perfect and right. you don't, you know, you can't compare yourself to where other people are right. in I life. Was, I don't know where I was reading it. I don't know if it was from you or someone else, but someone said that so people who post on social media are just posting like there, half of it's not true. It's yeah. all like just their, their makeup life. Yeah, they're, they're showing the Instagram exactly. or showing Twitter. And nobody, well, I do, but right. rarely do people share right. the downsides of right. life. You no, know, yeah, so you do, so that's why you know I felt like it was so important for me right. to talk about Accutane or anxiety right. or whatever because I'm like we don't need any more of this idealistic um, right. content on social media because right. you know you, it's not all real. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. So we're moving into the second part of our show. Okay. And this is going to be healthy living and motivational minute. Okay. So what that is, is healthy living is kind of a healthy tip, health mm -hmm. tip, but it's typically for the most part, it's like fitness or mm -hmm. beauty. Okay. So like a tip that you do that can help others. Mm -hmm. So uh, you want me to go first? Yes, okay. please. So the one that I really like is drink water. Like yeah. I have been drinking water for the past three days. And I've lost like two pounds. Good for you. Just from drinking water. Yeah. And it's all because I dropped soda. I, well, I'm drink, drinking caffeine yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but that's because we're at Cannon's Coffee and Apopka. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to be here. So, um, but no, I was drinking water, drinking water and, you know, w walking, like doing a lot of walking. I got more active and I lost two pounds in a week. So good for you. That is my goal. That's is amazing. To drink more water, and that's what you should try. That is such a good tip. Um, <laughs> I I have started trying to switch my Coke Zero to water as right. well, but I'm a Coke Zero is very good. Ooh, I'm a caffeine fiend. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so my healthy tip. So sort of along those lines, I started juicing. So I got a really? juicer. Yeah. Did you see that um the documentary Fat Sick oh, and Nearly Dead? I short. Yeah. yeah. So Laura got Laura and I are like documentary mm -hmm. fanatics, and so she got me on that documentary, and right. and I and I had bought the juicer <laughs> and I bought the juicing recipe book, right. and it sat on my uh countertop Forever. for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. finally I was like yeah I'm just gonna break this right. thing out and see what happens right. and it's great like yeah. I love I, I've been going to like the farmer's market or oh like you know gosh. a little stand or whatever right. getting my produce 
um, and trying the whole juicing right. situation. And I'm not doing it to like necessarily replace meals or like have a right. juice fast or something like that. Right. But I just found that like you said, substituting the coffee mm -hmm. or the soda in the morning for right. like a juice is just it's been great so do you have a favorite juice something you like to juice you know i i tend to just kind of whip up whatever oh i have gosh. laying around <laughs> it, does, it doesn't um, always taste good right? no it doesn't it really doesn't i found that like more of like the fruits like the oranges and thing, right. the things like that tend to taste a little bit better right. but you can throw like some kale some apple and right. that's kind of the cool thing is that you really can just sort of mix it all together whatever. and some things are stronger you know like right. the kale is like really bitter oh. um but but throw some fruit on top of it and you'll it takes be fine that, takes yeah. right all right okay cool so now let's move on to motivational minute mm -hmm. so motivational minute this podcast comes out every saturday okay so it's kind of like leading them into their next week mm -hmm. you know um i'll give one really quick sure my motivation for this week is to never give up on your dreams and to always fight for what you believe in because guess what I got Marissa Clark in the building today, and uh. <laughs> I've been trying to get somebody in forever. So there you go. There you go. Don't don't ever take no for an answer. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So my motivational piece. Let's see. You know, I I would say that I would say that you are enough. Right. I would say that. You're, one thing that I've been trying to learn is that my job doesn't define me, right. my car doesn't define me, my bank account doesn't define <laughs> me. You know, one thing that I've been, I think for so, people people put their identity into right. other things other than themselves. Right. And so for me, I've been really trying to teach myself that I'm enough. I'm a great catch. Yeah. I'm a great person. Um, and that you have to remind yourself that it's all of those intrinsic things rather than you know, the external factors that right. you have to gain that confidence from. Right. So no matter what's going on in your life, um, no matter who it is, you know, that's causing you problems or your job or kids or stressors, like you're enough and, and that only comes from within. Right. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for being here today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for so having fun. me. Yeah. Okay. So tell them how they can find you, mm -hmm. find your blog, all that good stuff. Sure. So my uh, blog is pretty bla uh, prettybossblog.com. All of my social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really do Snapchat, all, all right. but all the other ones, um, at Marissa on air. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> all right. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, keeping it positive pod. You can find me on Instagram, Travis underscore Timmons. And if you have any questions for Marissa or you have any questions for the podcast, you can email us at keepingitpositivepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe because that's how we bring our content. That's how we bring our listeners. And that's how we bring our guests. Yes. All right. And until next time, don't forget to keep it positive. This has been another episode of Keeping It Positive, and we want to thank you for joining us on this journey and going along with us every week as we bring you new topics, new content each week. Tune in next Saturday for another great episode.